1: What's up, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again with Locked On Wizards. Tonight, we're going to talk about what if the Wizards drafted Tyrese Halliburton instead of Denny Avia. Would the Would the team be better? Would they be worse? Would he fit? Or was Denny Avia the best pick at the time and now? And we're going to do a preview for the Indiana Pacers game Friday night. So definitely rock with me tonight on Locked On Wizards.
0: You are Locked On Wizards. Your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: What's up, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again with Locked On Wizards. And I appreciate you guys making Locked On Wizards your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. And tonight's episode is brought to you by Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepix.com slash NBA and use code all lowercase, locked on LOCKEDONNBA for a first deposit matchup to 100 Dollars. So tonight, um, Tyrese Halliburton right now is rolling. He is a MVP candidate, and the Pacers are phew, looking good in the east. So looking at the draft where we drafted Denny Avia, um we were slated to draft Tyrese Halliburton. What if we did? Would this team have been different? Would they were they constructed for success for Tyrese Halliburton, or was Denny Avia the best pick at the time? And now, so we're gonna look at the roster and all those factors, and then we're gonna do a preview for Friday night's game at home versus the Indiana Pacers and Tyrese Halliburton. So let's slide into it. So draft year the 2020 draft. Um, Tyrese Halliburton has actually went on several podcasts and said that he was informed by the team that he was actually slated to be drafted by the Washington Wizards, but they chose Denny Avia instead. And many, you know, people, you know, it's one of those things that hindsight, like, should they have? It? But we're looking at certain factors. We're looking at the roster. We're going to look at construction. Would it have worked? Uh, would they have made the same moves? And ultimately, was it the best decision? Because, may you know, would he have worked in this system? We're going to talk about it. So, looking at the roster that year. Um, so, obviously, hypothetically, we chose Tyrese Halliburton. Um, looking at the point guards for the 2020-2021 season for the Washington Wizards. We had Cassius Winston, Russell Westbrook, Ish Smith, and Raul Nettle. So the question is obviously, if we drafted Tyrese Halliburton, would we have still made that move, sending John Wall to Houston for Russell Westbrook? Yes. I think that that was the only move available at the time for this organization because obviously with the gang signs, um, that whole incident, um, the, bur- the, the bridges that were burnt on the way out for John Wall, tailing on and the, the whole culture thing, um it was inevitable that they would have to move John Wall and that was the biggest deal that was probably the most realistic deal sending him to Houston along with a first round pick for Russell Westbrook now Tyrese Halliburton obviously coming in would be a sixth man he wouldn't be starting Russell Westbrook would but if Smith and Raul Neto or I would say Ish Smith would probably be on the roster but Ryle Neto maybe not and Cassius Winston obviously would be just a two-way guy a go-go guy so could he fit? Yeah, I mean, there would. I don't see anybody on the rosters that would stand in his way outside of Russell Westbrook um, if we drafted Tyrus Halliburton. So he definitely could come in, be that backup point guard, uh, combo guard for us. Maybe play a little bit of two because looking at the roster outside of Bradley Bill, only two guards we had that year was Jerome Robinson and Garrison Matthews. And we know the horror show of that. So <laughs> being a combo guard, um, could he have fit? In my opinion, yes. We would have still made that move for Russell Westbrook. He would have came in and he would have fit. Um, but, you know, looking at forward and obviously we drafted Denny Avia that year to be that forward at the forwards on the team at that time was Troy Brown jr. And Isak Banga. So you can definitely see that there was a need for another forward. Now, obviously we, uh, we had Rui Hachimura at the four at the time. He's best served at the four and at the three. So we definitely needed a guy on the wing. So, you know, was it, would, was the Denny Avia pick? needed absolutely we needed a guy who could defend uh, we needed the prospect on the wing because obviously at that time um and obviously we would go on to trade troy brown jr to the chicago bulls for daniel gafford so um but kind of running we're going to talk about a trade where they still made it with Tyrese Halliburton be on the team but um looking at the um again power forward we had a but we also had anthony gill and davis bertans was on the roster so <laughs> um yeah and then looking at the center position, Mo Wagner, Robin Lopez, Alex Len, and obviously Thomas Bryant. And then you can add Daniel Gafford, but that was after the trade. Do we still make that trade? Yes. Um, Daniel Gafford, Alex Len, Robin Lopez provided depth that year. You know, and that was depth that we desperately need right now. That was, and that was a good year for center position because all of them had contributed in certain ways. Now Mo Wagner was obviously traded. So, do we still make that move for Daniel Gafford? I would say, yeah. You know, um, Alex Lynn obviously with a long-term prospect at center. neither was Robin Lopez. So, Daniel Gafford move, I would still have made. So, um, so looking at it, Cyrus Alliburton, could we have trade? Could we have drafted him instead of Denny Alvia and been successful? Yes, he could have slid right in after the move next year, sending Russell Westbrook to the Lakers and been the starting point guard. But I'm, but you know. I'm going to throw some at you. Now, obviously, the year after um, we make that move for KP, but I'm not going to get into it yet. Now, obviously, Tyrese Halliburton could have fit on the Wizards you know, and been successful, but I'm going to throw some at you. Should the Wizards maybe have acquired another pick and maybe have gotten both? Maybe. I mean, if you look at it, if you look at this team with Tyrese Halliburton at point and Denny still being – because, I mean – they could have still been in a position to get both of them, in my opinion. If they would have been crafting that, we're talking about Tommy Shepard, so maybe not. But um, kind of getting to the point here is drafting Tyrus Halliburton instead of Denny Avia. Does it make us better than drafting Denny? Not really, because if you look at the construction of the roster, you're still gonna go through the growing pains of a rebuild. Now, obviously, they weren't rebuilding, then they're kind of building for the middle. And obviously, looking you know a potential backcourt with Bradley Bill and Tyrese Halliburton would have been money, in my opinion, would have been a really good backcourt in DC. But then you still don't have a long-term prospect at the wing, you know, really at the four and Gafford at the five. So, and obviously, they would, you know, I'm not want to get into the times, Lord Habermes, but um, would we have been better? I don't know. I think this, you know, really at that situation, you know. Regardless of who you draft in that situation, whether it's Tyrese Halliburton or Denny Avial, you still gonna have growing pains. Now, you could say that Tyrese Halliburton was a little more pro-ready, and Denny Avial had to be developed, but you know it's just one of those things. In hindsight, man. So, you know the question is in the, the final decision here: Would we have been in a better position with Tyrese Halliburton as opposed to Denny And I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say that you're gonna be in the same situation as far as the trajectory of this franchise, no matter which one of these guys you draft. That's just a situation that the Wizards was in, because obviously it's not so much them being drafted as the roster construction. You know, you still have Davis Breton's bad contract. You know, Troy Brown Jr., they didn't have most confidence in him. Um, So I'm going to say that it, was, it really doesn't move the needle regardless who you get, because you still have to construct a roster to fit that person. Now, obviously, constructing the roster to fit Tyrese Halliburton, And the potential backcourt Bradley Bill is different than constructing with Denny where he's a prospect that had to be developed. But, you know, in short, you know, and and I want to have this conversation with you guys, man, because we're playing them tomorrow night and Tyrese Halliburton is on fire. But, you know, he's doing well. He's on fire. But did we make the right pick? It's hard to say because obviously you look at the success that Tyrese Halliburton has had. But if you look at the Indiana Pacers, they are constructed around him and that has a lot to do with his success. As opposed to DC, they would have made a lot of moves to construct around him. So they made a good pick, in my opinion. You know, bringing Denny to DC with that pick. You know, he comes in at the at the at the wing. You know, he had to be developed, but he, he um, his defense has always been there. But his, his offensive game has had to be molded. And finally, this season, we're starting to see his effort, you know, being developed come to fruition because he's evolving offensively. And so, did we make the right pick? I'm gonna say, yeah. We were not constructed for Tyrus Halliburton. Um, and obviously he was more pro ready again, but it's all about roster construction and how they fit. And he would not have fit in my opinion. It would have been a nice backcourt with him and Bradley Bill. Yeah, but we did, we were not constructed for long-term success that year or even in the year after. So, you know, we went with the safe pick. And I think that I like Denny. I think he's going to be successful here in D.C. And we definitely made the right pick. But – you always got to think about it. what ifs, right? What ifs? What if we did draft Tyrese Halliburton? So definitely comment below. Let me know what you guys think, because I'm a Tyrese Halliburton fan. I'm a Denny Avion fan. I, I mean, Lord, I would love both of them to be on the team, be honest with you, but it's just one of those things where, you know, fit matters, right? Fit matters. And again, roster construction was not fit for Tyrese Halliburton to come in, where with Denny, you know, that, that, that wing position was wide open because Troy Brown was not part of the future and Rui was best fit at the four. So moving forward, we are going to do a preview for tomorrow night's game against the Indiana Pacers and Tyrese Halliburton in Capital One Arena. But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by Dave.com. At one time or another, we all need a little financial help. That's why Dave is great. Dave can get you cash when you need a hand between paychecks and can help you build credit by settling extra cash advances on time. Dave would have been so useful when I got hit with an expensive parking ticket or or an unexpected vet bill. And especially for that car service light that's been on for months, man, I'm trying to tell you. Thankfully, Dave is here to help with extra cash. Dave is a banking app that's leveling the financial playing field. When you download Dave, you can get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. It's all part of Dave's extra cash account. Advance the money you need with no interest and then settle it up later. Download Dave today at dave.com slash NBA. That's dave.com slash NBA. You can get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. Download the Dave app now or go to dave.com slash NBA. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Uh, Eligibility criteria and instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve.
0: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: See. And Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So let's get into the preview. Um... And obviously, we just talked about Tyrese Halliburton, he will be here in the flesh in the 202. So, bear with me. I am pulling up the preview notes. All right, Friday, tomorrow night at seven o'clock, Capital One Arena. Uh, the NAM Pacers are in town to face the three and 20 Washington Wizards. Now, they are carrying a 13 and nine record, they are currently fifth in the east. Um, looking at um, trying to pull up the betting odds for you guys, and is not helping me out. So, um, I guess you're still working on so um you know, look at that right now, the Pacers fifth in the east, they're rolling, you know. Tyres Halliburton's averaging 26 points a game right now. Now, look at the, the the points leader for the Washington Wizards, obviously, is Kyle Kuzma with 23 points per game. Rebounding Miles Turner is averaging around eight rebounds a game, where Daniel Gaffer for the Wizards is averaging around seven. And look at that assist. This is a big, big gap between the Wizards and the Pacers. Tyrese Halliburton is averaging 12 assists a game, compared to 4.8 assists per game by Tyus Jones of the Washington Wizards. Now, look at some uh, season stats. You know, the pace, and looking at rebounding, obviously rebounding has been the issue for the Wizards all year long. You know, obviously defense, but rebounding has been abysmal, especially offensive rebounding, allowing other teams to extend possessions. Uh, looking at the tail of the tape. Neither one of those are very good rebounding teams. Uh, the NAM Pacers are 29th in the NBA, and the Wizards are 30th. So, you know, the matchup you're looking at is definitely Miles Turner and Daniel Gafford. Daniel Gafford has got to step up. He's got to be a lot more vigilant in the paint. You know, paint defense has struggled um, and obviously rebounding has struggled and so I'm looking for a game from Daniel Gafford, you know, to stay out of f- foul trouble. Right? Definitely looking at the matchup between him and Miles Turner. You now, so, um, but looking at points per game, the Pacers are number one in the NBA and points per game. They're number one in assists. So, excuse me. So, as I tell you, they like to push the pace, a lot of ball movement. So, the Wizards aren't the best, probably the worst, defensive team in the league. So, how do you combat that? Well, they have to get in the passing lanes. You know, you saw that the last couple games where they're very active in the passing lanes. But... um they got to be more visual on the defensive end because this team likes to push the pace, and they like to score. This is definitely going to be a high-scoring game. So, and, you know, and another factor, blocks. You know, the, they are fourth in the NBA in blocks as opposed to the Wizards, who are 17th in the league in blocks. So, definitely, definitely, we, you know, how do you combat that? In my opinion, you still attack the paint. Try to get them in foul trouble. Try to get Miles Turner in foul trouble. But this is going to be a, a test for the Washington Wizards. Obviously, we're coming into this matchup. 3-20, and 20. so <laughs> we're not challenging anybody as far as the standings. But they are fifth in the East, and they are a team who are on the rise. You know, Tyrese Albert is playing MVP basketball, in my opinion. So um, is this a winnable game? No, I'm, I, it's not a winnable game. I, you know, the, obviously the Indiana Pacers are going to win this game. Um, but, you know, kind of going back to what my keys for victory, um, well, I guess ah, we're going to hold off, right? Um, we're gonna do the keys of victory in a little bit, but um I guess right now looking at the matches I want to see. Obviously, Daniel Gafford, man. You know, Daniel Gafford and Miles Turner. I think Daniel gafford has gotta step it up, man. Um, we're gonna we've talked a lot about his long-term fit, his contract, um, everybody being available to, at the deadline. I think that he is a guy who just like most people outside of Bilal and Denny Yavia, everybody's tradable. And I think he's playing for his 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 role here long-term in DC, you know. Did I do I think that they kind of gave him that contract a little soon? Yeah, I do. He's gotta earn his keep, and right now he hasn't. He has struggled, and he struggled against Miles Turner in the past. So that's a matchup that I'm definitely definitely looking at, man. Um, but Tyrus Halliburton, he's he's definitely gonna be a tough cover for Tyus Jones or Jordan Poole. So I'm gonna give this my keys to victory. Um, what I'm looking at development-wise, and my prediction, I'm gonna go ahead and do a prediction tonight. Um, but before we do tonight's episode, is brought to you by Prize Picks. So, um, what is Prize Picks? Sorry, I had a brain fart there. What is Prize Picks? Well, Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. We are the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks. You pick more than or less than. On two to six players and their stat projections and watch the winnings row in. Because with basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball for the specials league. A league created especially for combo projections that includes two more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at 10.5 combo of three pointers made and receptions. Do you want to play alongside some of Prize Pick's favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? Well, you can do that. You can now Find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the prize picks community. Prize picks even offers a reboot policy that so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured for football and basketball games. That is key because if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second half, that player is rebooted. Prize picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform which an injury insurance policy so go to PrizePix.com/lockedonNBA slash on the nba and use code locked on nba for our first deposit match up to 100
0: the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama every monday jackson gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the nba playoffs Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Uh, So let's get into some keys to victory. And obviously, um, we're going to get into projection in a minute, but keys to victory. Three major areas, right? Defense. I say this all the time. I say this in every episode that it has been a major issue for the Wizards. Obviously, we may not have the personnel to completely be a the lockdown defensive team, but effort, effort, effort. So we have we have to be vigilant on perimeter defense. Obviously, a lot of teams come in and they shoot career numbers on the Wizards on, on the perimeter transition. We have to get down the court. We have to we have to be vigilant on transition defense. Communication is key. Um, Interior defense. Daniel Gafford has that to be central in trying to, you know, it's tough to say because if you look at it from a a statistical standpoint, you know, stats, you know, he gets to block a game, you know, a couple of steals. Uh, It's just he struggles against centers in his league that are more athletic or stronger, but interior defense has to be shored up. And obviously with a lack of depth at the center position, That's going to be an issue that we're going to have all year. But defense is something that's a key to victory. You know, we don't have the personnel, but be vigilant. Get into passing lanes. Effort. Be a dog. Get in people's faces. You know, communicate on the defensive end. You know, rotations have to be crisper, faster. You know, you have to to close out speed. The shooters has to get faster instead of letting them set up and have all day to shoot the three-point shot. Close out. Get a hand in their face. You know, I definitely want to see some effort on the defensive end. Two, rebounding. You know, rebounding. We did, in the last couple of games, we have, or the game before last, excuse me, not the last game, Lord Atmers, we did well rebounding. But overall, we have been an, abys- an abysmal rebounding team. Box out, box out, box out. I want to see them boxing out, more vigilant and getting rebounds. You know, not always having guys like Denny or Johnny Davis going in there and get rebounds. You know, the centers need to get in there. You know, the guys playing at the forward need to be more vigilant at getting rebounds. So I definitely want to see them more active. And getting rebounds definitely, definitely box out and three overall effort, man. You know, I say this every preview playing for the name on the front, not the name in the back, man. You know, I want to see them play hard. Uh, we are three and 20. Obviously, we are a rebuilding team. Obviously, we're not very good. Obviously, we're playing for a high draft pick, but you know, going to a rebuild, you know, going to a look, let's be honest um we're gonna we're going into a rebuild i i definitely think that next year is the first official year of a rebuild this is a transitional year but new era new a lot of new things coming for the wizards obviously you know if if, if you weren't born on rock, you know that the washington wizards are headed to the commonwealth of virginia now is it a hundred percent no is it a sure thing no but all arrows are pointing to them making that move across the river to virginia So. A lot of new things happening with this organization, so you got to build a of foundation. It starts with culture, playing the right way, playing hard. You know, you play hard and you lose. That's totally different than waving the white flag. So that is my third key to victory: effort, play hard, play for the name in the front, not the name in the back. Development. Who who are the, the players I'm looking at for development? Now I'm I'm looking at obviously the two guys who are really the central part of this rebuild: Denny Avia and and Bala um, what I want to see from these two guys, I want to. I do, I like the fact that they're not hesitant to shoot, especially three point shots at mid range. Continue to do that, shoot those shots. You know, definitely get those shots on your belt, man. You know, the fact that they're they're not hesitant anymore is good signs for the offensive development for Denny and Bilal. They're not hesitant to take the shots. That's what I want to see. I want to see them drive the paint, try drive the lane. You know, try to get people in foul trouble, try to get to the free throw line. You know, definitely, definitely drive the lane with aggressiveness, you know, definitely more really from both of them. I want to see more aggression. I want to see a scores mentality. Cause we, again, we both, um, we all know what both of them can do on the defensive end. They're both dogs defensively. And some people argue, maybe Bilal's better on defense, but neither one of them are shabby on defense. You know, both Denny and Bilal have defended at a high level, but offensively I want to see more aggression. I want to see more of a scores mentality. So before we move on, man, my prediction, my score prediction, Man, oh, man. I'm going to say a 145 to 110 loss for the Washington Wizards. The Pacers, they push the pace. They know how to score. They're, they're rolling right now. And we just—we have too many deficiencies, man. Defense and rebounding continue to haunt us. I think this is going to be a loss for us. I think we're going to come out of this as a 3-21 loss team. But, look, keep your hopes up, everybody, because the light at the end of the tunnel, I know – right now we're in flux right now with the, you know i know the move to virginia is not a very popular move i know that there's a lot of feelings about that i know there's a lot of feelings about you know just some people that didn't want us to rebuild a, we're going through a transitional period but you know it's not squabbles come together as a fan base man um you know the whole moving thing you know we, we covered this the last two videos i'm not going to harp on i'm not going to beat it that horse but we are going through a transitional period within the next four to five years so i definitely think as a fan base we need to come together man um the dmv is a melting pot man we need to figure this out y'all because i mean look we all love this team so we, we want to see this team compete and be successful and we have a long road ahead of us but it starts with us being together man so it's not squabble over virginia Maryland, and these look it's the dmv man so we we'll definitely come together to root for this team because look we do there is some light at the end of the tunnel so i'm gonna go ahead and call it tonight we covered a lot man um what if The Wizards did draft uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Would he have fit, or was Denny Aviha the right pick? And I kind of covered it already. He was a very intriguing pick, and a backcourt with him and Bradley Bill would have been a good backcourt, but we did not have the pieces in line for him to be successful, as opposed to him landing in Sacramento and then sliding over to a team that was built around him in Indiana. So Denny Aviha, in my opinion, for the long term, was the better pick in that situation. Not not to say he's the better player, because I obviously, look, Tyrese Halliburton is the better player. But it's all about fit and the personnel around him. And at the time, Off Hill is the best pick. Um, so we covered a preview. Definitely, definitely um, show your support Friday Night, man, uh, 7 o'clock. Um, I will be there. If any of you guys are going to be at the game uh, Friday night against Indiana Pacers, definitely let me know. Um, you, know my, you know my Twitter handle is down below. Hit me up. We can definitely link up I, I definitely like meeting you guys man and then chopping it up and uh definitely want to meet you guys man so if you guys are any of you guys going to be at capital one arena tomorrow night definitely let me know and we can chop it up and then we man we can definitely um chill a little bit so again appreciate you guys uh wherever you get your podcast a five star review is much appreciated if we earned it right um on the youtube side of things definitely like subscribe and comment below um if you're not a member of locked on wizards definitely Definitely consider it, man, because we have, we have a lot of good content coming out this season, man. Yeah, we are rebuilding. Yeah, we're not very good. But, man, me and my dude, the real Ed Oliver, man, we like to have fun on here, man. We, You know, look, <laughs> there's no bias here, man. We Everybody gets to smoke, man. We are two hardcore Wizards fans, man, who like to tell it like it is, man. So definitely rock with us, man, because we have fun on here. Uh, definitely comment below. Let me know what you guys think. Who was a better pick? Would you still have rolled with Tyrese Halliburton, and you think he would have been successful long term? Yeah, tell me, and Why? And, or do you firmly believe that Denny Alva uh, was the better pick in that situation? So definitely let me know what you guys think. And, again, I hope everybody has a blessed and safe and fun weekend. Um, definitely drink responsibly. Um, and so definitely Friday night, uh, the Wizards against the Indiana Pacers. And bear me with a because I know that we actually have a game on sunday oh it won't pull up so um busy weekend for washington sports uh for you commanders fans commanders do play on sunday against the la Rams. so anyways appreciate you guys man i appreciate you guys taking the time to chop it up with me tonight hail to the wizards and peace everybody have a good weekend
0: hey prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on amazon music